This is the Monday, June 28th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got a variety of action for you, including potential closeout game in the NBA, hockey, and some baseball as well. We'll get you in and out, like we promise, in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, alongside Joe Fortenball, as we kick off yet another Work week and Joe, well done with the boxing. Good to be with you. Oh, Douglas, Douglas. It was a grind of a week last week. It felt like I was hitting every bet but the best bets. So it was very nice to get some boxing, at least get one winner last week on a Friday. Maybe we could turn it into something this week. But I was sweating Euro all weekend. Like this is the most low-key weekend I've had in a while. I was sweating and losing soccer bet after soccer bet. So I can promise the listeners today I will not be betting on soccer in any way, shape, or form on this podcast. Okay, good. So we do not have <laughs> soccer. Let's talk NBA playoffs, and let's start. And I know uh, we, we have a shared Google Doc for the Daily Wager show tonight, 6 Eastern on ESPN2, by the way. But nice. I, I think it's fascinating, and I wrote some stuff for ESPN.com's chalk section, the bullets, uh, bullet points I do with David Purdom every Monday or so. And it's just fascinating how the odds are posted for a series, right? Because the power ratings – incorporate the entire regular season and the previous game matchups in a series, obviously, but it is just hard not to fire on the under here with the Clippers and Suns. I mean, they talked about it after the game. Clippers are just exhausted playing whatever it is, 17 games in 36 days. And it's just, you can, the, the fatigue is palpable and Phoenix with Booker's mask and CP three, not hundred percent coming back from COVID I just have to play the under. It's now down to 214 at some shops, 214 and a half elsewhere. But there's just no reason not to play the under. And I just think it's completely skewed by the regular season power ratings. Yep. And I completely agree. That's what I'm going to be betting on as well. Look at the total scoring per game in this series by game. 234 points in game one, 207 points in game two, 198 points in game three, 164 points in game four. And you've also had a very slow pace that's gotten slightly slower since Chris Paul came back from injury. This reminds me a lot of the Bucks net series where we had very high totals early on. The teams kept going under and the books adjusted, but they didn't adjust enough. And you finally got an over in game seven of that series. It was the only over for the entire series and it required overtime in order to get there. Right. I think the same thing's happening here. The highest closing total we saw was 225 and a half. They're now down to 214. But between the pace, the defense, and everything we've seen so far, I still don't think the adjustment's been enough. I agree with you. I'd play the under 214 as well. The side is tough. So just game game one and two. Basically, game one, remember, was the turnaround for some, uh, the Clippers after the six-game series with the Jazz and no Chris Paul. So it was four. Game two, similar, four, four and a half. And now we're up to five, five and a half with, you know, Chris Paul that's coming off the COVID situation. I think it's fine if you want to lay it. It's just a little tricky. Like these Clippers are going to play hard, really hard. So I would say just be careful laying the lumber on that front. Um, you know, I, I get it. The teams may roll over and stuff, but this team hasn't necessarily shown a pension for it. And if Ty Lue, if Ty Lue senses that, then he'll go to his reserve. So I think there's some props that I like more than the side. Where do you feel with the side? If I was going to do anything and I haven't made a bet on it yet, I'd probably be the opposite of you and I'd take the Clippers. Game one, they lost by six. They had a chance to win that game late. Game two, they lose by one. 
They should have won that game. Game three, they win. Game four, they lose by four, and they had a chance to win. Ultimately, this has been a very tight series the entire way. You're going to give me that many points with the Clippers, a slow pace, the way these two play defense. I would be inclined to lean that way. What worries me is that I think Booker is eventually going to find the groove again. And when he goes nuclear, and if it happens at home in a potential closeout game, I could see it getting sloppy late, essentially, essentially with um, especially is what I meant to say there, with how uh, tired the Clippers have been as of late. So that's what's keeping me off it. It's a lot of points. It's been a tight series. I would lean to the Clippers, but I have con- some concerns as to when Booker will eventually erupt again. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the props I like is uh, DeAndre Aiden over in his uh, rebounds. He's just been an animal. And Zubach over as well. Look, he's logging all the minutes. He's playing 30-plus starting um, just the height advantages, and he has to be out there. And he's been, you know, both guys avoiding foul trouble. So I like both those bigs. Kind of a weird prop, but I like it. Terrence Mann over f- 0.5 steals. So just he has to get a steal. <laughs> minus, one for- minus 145. He's going to play a lot of minutes. He's had at least one steal in the five of the six games Kawhi's, uh, since Kawhi's been out. And I think if you're worried about, you know, one, two, three Cancun, I think Mann is one of those guys who's definitely going to bring it. So if there's any guy sort of lacking – a uh, man's going to get even more minutes and I expect some uh, strong effort for a strong defender. So uh, if you can find it, man over half a steal, which is pretty random. I like it. I'd also throw Reggie Jackson over 19 and a half points in there. Since Kawhi's been out, it's cashed in every single game, but one. And the one where it missed, he did score 19 points. It's not like he had a bad game. He's coming off a game where he shot terribly, but he took a ton of shots and he still got the 20 points. So if there's any positive regression whatsoever, with Reggie Jackson shooting from the floor, I don't think it's going to be a struggle for him to get over 19 and a half points again. All right, quick uh, baseball. What do you got for us? Two games. I'm going to play the Twins plus 120 over the White Sox. The injuries keep coming for Chicago. Jose Abreu got hit on his left knee by a pitch Sunday at Seattle. The x-rays were negative, but he's listed as day-to-day. So now it's Nick Matagral, uh, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert, uh, and Jose Abreu all banged up. Now, Lucas Giolito, the righty, is going to go for Chicago today. He's been pretty good this year. Hasn't been elite, but he's been good. But Minnesota hits right-handed pitching very, very well. Kenta Maeda is going to pitch for the Twins today. Now, he's got a 4.85 ERA or on the season, but he had a terrible first month where the ERA was 6.17. Since then, he's settled down. The ERA is south of four. He's been okay. As we know, the White Sox hit lefties better than they hit righties, and Maeda is a righty pitcher. Twins are playing very well as of late. They've won seven of nine. I'm surprised they're a dog to this extent, especially with Chicago's travel here. Minnesota plus 120 over the White Sox. Game number two, the Giants plus 162 over the Dodgers. Look, the Dodgers should be favored here, without question. I don't think they should be this big of a favorite against the Giants. They just played on Sunday Night Baseball last night. They shellacked the Cubs. So it's a quick turnaround, even though they're playing at home. Uh, You've got Trevor Bauer going for the Dodgers. He's been very good this season, but it's not like he's been outstanding, right? He's not Zach Wheeler as of late. He's not Jacob deGrom. Three or more earned runs in four of his last five starts, so you can get to him. And then on the flip side for the Giants, it's Anthony DiSclafani, who has been outstanding. 277 ERA. Just three earned runs allowed in the entire month of June, which is comprised of four starts and 27 innings pitched. The Giants have been very resilient this year. They're 15 and four over their last 19 road games. They're 20 and six over their last 26 games when coming off a loss. So ultimately, back to the original point. Yes, the Dodgers should be a favorite. No, it should not be by this much. Plus 162 for the Giants is something I'll get invested in. 
All right. Certainly for me, it's Giants are passing that one, but the Dodgers do mash righties. Um, I like the Astros run line. Granky's been great. And I think Detroit woke up Houston a little bit. I think they just absolutely nuke Baltimore, but I can't blame you for not wanting to lay it. It's fine. I like the under and the Cubs game, but maybe first five because I hate the extra innings rule. That always scares me. Oh, the worst. uh, For hockey, under, uh, obvious reasons, both goaltenders. It's going to be fascinating to see the power play versus the greatest power play killing squad. So that's going to be an interesting matchup of tonight's game. So I'll go under five on ice. And uh, back to the Diamond College World Series. I would not bet tonight's game, although I do like Vandy. I would bet the series, Vandy minus 165, a future, if you will, because it's a best of three. They have Leiter going, who, yes, is Al Leiter's son. And then their stud rocker should be rested enough. The key is Mississippi State used their stud Bedner on a Saturday. So he's unavailable in terms of the starting pitching stud. Should be a great series on ESPN2, or excuse me, ESPN. Um, but that's where, that's where I am for tonight's game. I like it. And I kind of agree with you with what you're seeing in the Lightning uh, Montreal series. I would play the Lightning to win the series as well. I think the price is a little bit cheaper than you'd expect. I think it was minus 270 or something like that. They don't lose back-to-back games. They're going to have a full house in Tampa, whereas Montreal can't do that. They've been outstanding offensively. And the one thing that Montreal brings to the table, which is a great defense and great goaltending and carry price, Tampa Bay can bring just as good a defense and just as good as goaltending. So I would I would lean to them in the series. I think you're getting a decent price there. All right. That is a lot, a lot yes. of action for a Monday. But, hey, it, it, that's the beauty of what we do. Um, do you have uh, any bets for Monday Night Raw tonight? <laughs> uh, negative. Negative. <laughs> yeah, um, same here. I'm not sure what that is, to be honest. Uh, I think I'm going to my first WWE event when they come out here. Super Slam, I believe it is, in August. Oh, my God, Kazarian. SummerSlam. SummerSlam, excuse me. SummerSlam. Can we edit that? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Are you really really going to that? I'm big on seeing things for the first time, if you can, especially at the the best of it. So I remember going to American Idol taping in 15-something years ago because there was all this craze. I was like, I got to go check this out. And I went, well, granted, it was credentialed and all that, which is what I plan to do this time as well. Um, so, yeah, why, why wouldn't I? You think I have a better, something better to do that night in, in 120 <laughs> degrees or whatever it is in August and going and seeing something for the first time? I definitely want to experience it for sure. That's awesome. It'll be the theatrics and the show alone will be worth seeing in terms of the fireworks and everything they bring. And plus filling up uh, the big Roomba or the big Al, as you like to call it, for, <laughs> with a bunch of wrestling fans. That's going to be a really cool environment. I think you'll like it. And just to reiterate, I did the edit uh, comment on purpose. Okay. Uh, (laughs) That's it for today. 10 minutes of the bets you need. Just remember, uh, please, please, please rate, review, uh, subscribe, download. All that's good stuff because it really helps our metrics. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. (laughs) 